Podcasting from Boston, Massachusetts, the city of innovation, education, and of course, Fenway Park, this is TI Clergy Corner, bringing you timely, insightful, and impactful sermons from Temple Israel of Boston. In this episode, we'll hear Rabbi Elaine Zucker's Shabbat Awakenings, a reflection as we make our way towards Shabbat entitled, A Judaism of Enthusiasm. So it's hard to get excited about punctuation. It's a topic that doesn't usually engender much enjoyment, but when it comes to the exclamation point, there's a lot to get excited about. We use an exclamation point to convey our optimistic enthusiasm, exclamation point, though not everyone. F. Scott Fitzgerald insisted, cut out those exclamation marks because Using an exclamation mark is like laughing at your own joke. I always laugh at my own jokes. 700 years ago, the exclamation point entered usage as a note of admiration. We might say it was the first emoji happy face. It is just what you want to use when you recommend something you love, like a restaurant or a school, or a camp, or a summer vacation destination. Yes, you must go there. It's the best vacation we've ever had. I loved that book. You should definitely read it. It means you believe in what you promote and want to share with another. When we care deeply about something, we become passionate about letting others know. Our strong beliefs and positive attitudes call upon a very human impulse to express to others what is important to us. By doing so, we help bring others into meaningful encounters and experiences. That's a beautiful gift we can offer one another. We might say that our ancestors, Abraham and Sarah, were the first people to express enthusiasm for what they were doing and how they were living. Abraham and Sarah lived an unremarkable life until God called to Abraham, telling him to go forth, lech lecha, to a different place. Now, most people would have opted for civilization in Mesopotamia, but God sent Abraham in the opposite direction to alter his fate and lay out his destiny. His name would become great. Many descendants would issue forth from him and he would bring blessing. In ancient times, leaving the security of home was perilous. Heeding God's instruction, Abraham and Sarah set out into the unknown and discovered a different kind of life that became the very foundation of Judaism but they didn't keep it to themselves. The Midrash tells us that Abraham and Sarah were so enthusiastic about their discovery of something greater than any one person that led them to act with generosity, kindness, and justice that they wanted to share it. In this way, they went from being singular, separate individuals on a journey to being part of a greater whole by bringing others in. The Torah tells us that they acquired souls, nefesh asher asu, which the rabbis understood as bringing others in, as a way of understanding and acting in the world. 
We are descendants of those souls. And thousands of years later, here we are today, online and on site, all of us, all of us who are part of this Jewish orbit, drawn to Judaism, inheritors of their legacy, committed to living lives of meaning and purpose, inspired by Jewish teachings of ethical and righteous behavior that impact a greater good. So what is it about Judaism that, like Abraham and Sarah, we love being Jewish and can express that positivity with others. It comes from an appreciation that the essence of Judaism is to nurture and strengthen our inner lives, our spiritual selves, so that we can enact values of righteousness and compassion, justice and kindness. It is the recognition that we have a roadmap to a life filled with purpose and meaning to live our best selves. This is the sacred work we do on these holidays. We explore and examine within, and though all of us are far from perfect, we reach in to pull out that vitality and strength we each possess. We do this through our work in social justice too, tikkun olam, repairing the world, which recognizes that our actions today affect those who come after us whether it is about the earth itself or those who reside on it, we have an obligation to take care. Our actions positively impact the future is what our tradition teaches us. Through the structure of our community, we become guarantors that all our descendants matter, and our influence today makes all the difference. Now, Judaism is one pathway among many, each beautiful in their own way. It is our beloved Jewish pathway we lift up this Rosh Hashanah. Now, you may think, she's a rabbi. She has to love being Jewish. That's her job. This is true. And what is also true, I don't love being Jewish just because I'm a rabbi. I became a rabbi because I love being Jewish. I am here and we are here because Judaism is the answer to the questions. How do we find meaning in our own lives and how might we affect the lives of others? So let's celebrate our religious tradition in ways that inspire us and others to appreciate what we have. It is time to reject whatever gloomy worldview of Judaism and being Jewish we may have. Yes, it's sometimes hard to be a Jew. Hence the Jewish joke about the pessimist who says that things can't get any worse, but the optimist chimes in, sure it can. <laughs> we have good reason to complain and to worry. The Jewish people have faced nearly insurmountable challenges of exile, expulsion, and extinction. Just when we thought it couldn't get any worse, it actually truly did. And then when things improved for us in the second half of the 20th century in America, as Jews became acculturated and assimilated and increasingly successful, Surveys predicted our demise not because of persecution, but because of our success. 
1964, Look Magazine, and if you know what Look Magazine is, or if you read it, then you're dating yourself, published an article entitled, The Vanishing American Jew, citing data that intermarriage could wreak havoc on the Jewish people. Seven years later, Look went bankrupt and ceased publication. The Jewish population has since increased by 30%. So let me say to those who have joined in celebrating Jewish life, because you love someone who is Jewish, you belong and are beloved. You have helped us all to learn to love ourselves. You have taken leadership positions in this congregation. You have led so many classes and in so many ways. You are part of this Jewish orbit, even as you may practice your own religious tradition. So to all of us, data tell us that more people are associating with synagogues and other institutions, finding community and significance in being involved and belonging. More and more we seek out what is positive and worthy in the resources of Jewish tradition. Imprinted forever in our lives, are the memories of the last two plus years. In March 2020, when the world was closing down, yes, I'm looking at you, the Gortz family, whose bat mitzvah was on that day, synagogues were opening up even wider and were serving as the bedrock of community strength. In a time when isolation and separation threatened every aspect of our lives, we were right there. We have heard from many people that Temple Israel in particular saved them from loneliness and despair and created a vibrant venue for life. In those early days, our religious school served as a lifeline for many parents, not to mention the kids, though they may not have appreciated it in the same way. We are not the ever-dying people, but rather the ever-living ones. We have prevailed in times of pandemics, pogroms, and tragedy. Strength and tenacity have coursed through time and space to ensure not just the survival of Judaism and the Jewish people, but a new splendor and dimension thriving in this moment, in this life. As this holiday teaches us, we are nurtured from the inside out. Our minds, our souls, our hearts grow stronger as we connect to one another and help each other. We are also nurtured by the way Judaism marks moments in time with rituals that provide, that, provide that, that, that bridges many of life's transitions from the moment we enter this world until our last breath here on earth, and even after that. Each step along the way, Judaism takes our hand and guides us with meaning. So I ask each of us here tonight to consider what it might mean to share a confident outlook of being Jewish or being Jewish adjacent or being part of the Jewish orbit, not on street corners or handing out pamphlets or traveling to distant countries to imprint a religious tradition on others we do not know, 
Rather, I ask us to share the positivity that reflects our lived experience as part of this Jewish community, to simply share our enthusiasm. We are the purveyors of optimism, the carriers of a precious legacy that will help secure a brighter future for those who engage in our synagogue and beyond. It is a way for others to know the power and beauty of Judaism. Let's allow our positive experiences of what Judaism has meant to us to lift us up as those who follow in Abraham and Sarah's footsteps. Let's share how Judaism enriches our lives. We become stronger as a Jewish community when we express and share its beauty. Now, I opened my remarks tonight by speaking about the exclamation point, which if you haven't guessed by now, I really like. But I'll conclude by talking about another grammatical phenomenon known as an interrobang. A question mark and an exclamation point together, side by side. As we explore Judaism and its meaning in our lives, we do so with an enthusiastic curiosity, with interest and wonder that spur us to ask many questions. And at the same time, we celebrate how fortunate we are that Judaism helps us to experience meaningful and worthy lives, to question and to exclaim, is my invitation tonight to lead us to declare and to share Judaism with a rousing exclamation point, Judaism, yes! So may it be. Amen. This has been a Temple Israel of Boston production. Join us next time for another episode of TI Clergy Corner.